Pulse95 Live from the Charger International Book Fair at the Expo Centre Charger. We've got plenty of incredible and interesting characters joining us here at the live studio at the Expo Centre Charger going live from the Charger International Book Fair. Right now I've got Lloyd Luna who is the best-selling author and a motivational speaker and a leadership coach as well. Welcome to the studio, Lloyd. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's an great, honor. It's great having you. And I was reading about the various things that you talk about. And before we get to that, because there's one topic in particular that piqued my interest and reminded me of a class I took a really long time ago back in university. But can you tell us how you got into the world of motivational speaking and also coaching and being an author? Because I'm pretty sure there was a lead up to it and maybe a career shift. Right. Um, I have been in love with writing since I was in a kid, elementary uh, and high school. But mm -hmm. uh, at some point in my life, I had to take engineering as a degree in college, mm -hmm. which took me away from what I love. And when I was taken away from what I love, that's when I realized that I really love what I love and yeah. that is writing, right? So it didn't take me long um, before I realized I have to exercise my passion, mm -hmm. which, which is writing. And from there, I never looked back. 2004, I wrote my first book. Um, publishing companies rejected my manuscript. Wow. I had to publish the book myself and started from there. How did that feel for your self-esteem? Because that might have probably hurt. Well, it, if what you feel about your work, if you believe in your work mm -hmm. too well, you will have to defend it, you will have to fight for it. True. So even if it is lonely, if it is, if it is hurting you at the time, mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter. You have to fight for it and keep fighting until you, until now. I, you can just realize back then it was painful, but I think there's something that always happened in a good way mm -hmm. when you experience the pain. Because right after experiencing the pain, there's a good after that. I love these words so much. They feel very encouraging and it shows that you are definitely a motivational <laughs> speaker. Now going to the various topics and subjects that you spoke about. Now the thing that piqued my interest was maternal leadership. Mm. And this brings me back to, again, a class. I don't remember if it was a class, a talk, but I was at a class. It was in the business school in my university, the American University of Sharjah. And they were talking about masculine traits and feminine traits when it comes to entrepreneurship. And that stuck in my head for a very long time. So when I saw this and I read maternal leadership, it feels very similar to these categories, which are masculine traits in entrepreneurship and feminine traits in entrepreneurship. Do you mind telling us more about that? Well, it's simply about, uh, I, I was raised by, well, definitely a woman. Yeah. <laughs> 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 My mother, um, uh, growing up, he, she has these uh, uh, traits mm -hmm. that I thought it's leadership in itself. True. Uh, and sense. it's very different from the way you're, you know, the, my father, our father would lead us. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought uh, maternal leadership is about that. You don't have to do anything but just to care. Mm -hmm. And caring in itself is leadership. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, not, uh, it's not giving instruction but it's giving an inspiration and just by being inspired you are led to do something or follow something so it's not the typical box you know uh, uh, 
and the set of instructions given to you, mm -hmm. which my, my my father would always you have to be sure you followed by by, mm -hmm. by the letter. Yeah. Uh, the mother is kind of you know as, as as women, you know you think you think more. I think you think more creatively and speak speak the language more creatively than mm -hmm. than most men would do. Mm -hmm. Like. Uh, I'm straight. I mean, I'm going to say it straight to you. Mm -hmm. But women, they, they try to... You try to communicate... Be expressive? And express your your thoughts and your ideas mm -hmm. differently. Mm -hmm. That many times men like me won't understand. Mm -hmm. And do you think it is like an inherent thing within like, you know, this genetics? I think it's it? genetic. I really? Think it I think it's genetic. There are studies that suggest uh, that the way uh, women's mind were constructed mm -hmm. um, is very different from the way men were constructed. Mm. Um, in fact, um, women, for example, can speak at an average of 25,000 words per day. <laughs> <laughs> According to the same study, men like me would always speak about 10,000 words. Well, I'm, I'm, an, I'm a presenter, so that's probably double to 50,000 most likely. That's what I'm guessing. Right. And when you try to present to these ideas, let's say to your male audience, how do they take that? Oh, they are silent mm. because they cannot say anything against it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because they, they too are controlled by women. <laughs> But I think uh, stereotyping should not be... Uh, I, I think people should stop stereotyping oh, yeah. about being a male or female. Definitely, absolutely. I'm just saying is there is another way that women, uh, women would lead mm -hmm. um, rather than the way of the men would mm -hmm. do because they are also constructed differently. Mm -hmm. So it's not just... It's, it's not... It's not the idea of one is superior than the other. Yeah. I think they are just two different things. Mm -hmm. And both are unique in its own sense. I was actually going to ask you, you, you answered my questions in a, oh, in a wow! way. Because I was going to say, what do you feel about people who come up to you and be like, this is a stereotype and why are you pushing that? Why are you encouraging this stereotype? They might be against that because obviously people are multifaceted and yes, inherently we might be one thing, but then your environment might change you. So like we say, not all men are the same and not all women are the same, aren't they? So how do you reply to that? Well, it's just the way it is. I mean, I don't think uh, two people are constructed differently. I mm -hmm. mean, twins even have yeah. different features and things like that. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it, it goes with an idea and motivation that uh, we should be able to have an appreciation of what difference means mm -hmm. um, and how we can capitalize from that. Mm -hmm. um, many people talk about differences. That's why they don't agree because they're true differences. But mm -hmm. there are always common grounds where they can talk about mm -hmm. and that should inspire peace and true. A better communication, I guess. So by simply putting in your vocabulary that uh, it, it's about respect. Mm -hmm. It's about um, it's about having empathy mm -hmm. to feel for other persons mm -hmm. whether he is a she or she, she is a she or he is a he mm -hmm. regardless if he or she is old or young is the empathy uh, that makes human and 
um, I think by when when we understand that and then we give ourselves an opportunity to just collaborate and explore things together mm-hmm. rather than fight for one thing and don't disagree and then it breaks us it separates us and it doesn't doesn't help in f- for us to move forward really so mm-hmm. yeah I love um, that very much everything you said just honestly feels inspirational and motivational and it oh, makes it sense. means it means I'm doing my job yes you absolutely definitely <laughs> are and unfortunately we don't need to cut this conversation short we can talk off air you and I yeah. because we need to end the show unfortunately sorry audience sorry audience yeah. so there we go thank you so much Lloyd for joining us and guys tune in tomorrow from 12 to 2 p.m. with Ali and Naimi and Ahmed Dawood at the Sharjah International Book Fair